Good afternoon and welcome to the Snake River Lib podcast. What day it is, it's the 25th of July. The 25th of July of 2023, it's a Tuesday. I'm nearly done with camp. I'm, camp is officially over for the season. However, there's a couple more days I have to be up there, but right now I'm recuperating at home. Um, thank you so much for listening, and I apologize for the infrequent podcast. So and this will be the, well, we're getting close to the end of the, of the season, and then we'll take a little bit of a break, and then we're going to start up. I have uh, classes that are starting in uh, August. I'm going to start working on uh, uh, my Ph.D., and um, so we'll be keeping up and uh, working the podcast in with the studies uh, starting next month. How are you? So many things have happened. Right now, the presidency of Joe Biden is at risk. They've done a great job. The Democrats and the the uh, Department of Justice have done a great job of of covering for the president and for his son. You know, they, the Democrats, you know that they're losing when they're trying to say that the Hunter Biden laptop story is all about the, the drugs and uh, the other garbage that's on the laptop. Here's the deal. Um, he's allegedly going to be pleading to um, misdemeanor charges of tax evasion or failure to pay income tax, rather. Uh, so mind you, this is paying over a hundred thousand dollars. That's how much money we're talking about on millions of dollars and failure to pay income taxes on that. All the while the president is telling that the rich should just pay their fair share. He's also going to plead in regards to a gun charge in exchange for mandatory jail time for lying on his uh, firearms application. He's going to get a diversion program. And then the gun charge will just go away. Just remember this, because the same president who, of course, says that the rich should pay their fair share, even as his Department of Justice is uh, copying a plea with his son, misdemeanor charges as opposed to felony charges. Let's just say that if it were you or me, we would be going to jail for a heck of a lot less money failed to pay than what we're talking about with Hunter Biden. But this is also the same president who every time somebody gets shot is out there saying that we need common sense gun laws, even when his son is benefiting from the lack of enforcement of gun laws. Now, mind you, once they started making, the states started making marijuana legal, this was going to happen. Now, of course, we're not talking about marijuana with Hunter. We're talking about crack cocaine. But every single person that uses marijuana in uh, recreationally or medically in states that allow it 
is not able to legally apply. Well, they can apply, but it's going to be denied a firearm. And yet Hunter Biden is going to be getting off with no jail time and with it expunged from his record. Think about that for a minute. The president has bigger trouble, so whistleblowers from the IRS claim that David Weiss, the U.S. attorney Trump holdover that was supposedly allowed to to investigate and prosecute uh, Hunter Biden issues, apparently was not allowed to, but it gets even better. Because a member of Weiss's staff is a best bud of Hunter and is a known person in the circles of the Democratic Party. By the way, there's a, a form 1023, it's an interview form, confidential human uh, uh, source, a trusted source by the FBI by the way, who reported that then-Vice President and his son each received $5 million in bribes. To make Burisma, the um, petroleum conglomerate in Ukraine, uh, that was under investigation to make the investigation go away. Now, we're very clear that President now President Biden has bragged about the fact that he went to Ukraine and he threatened to withhold $1 billion in foreign aid if the Ukrainians did not fire this prosecutor. President Trump was impeached the first time For telling Zelensky, you know, the hero of the left, uh, the president of the dictocratic government in Ukraine, not a democracy, by the way. President Trump simply said, hey, you need to look into the firing of this prosecutor. And in all fairness, he probably said something about, you know, that the Bidens and et cetera. They'd like you to think that at the time President Biden was a viable candidate or then Vice President Biden was a viable candidate for the 2020 election. Biden's campaign was dead in the water thanks to Kamala Harris. Biden was the nominee only because of James Clyburn of South Carolina, Representative, U.S. House of Representatives, James Clyburn, saved Biden's campaign. So to say that President Trump was taking out his main rival in the other party, which, by the way, the Democrats are working night and day to do now, 
is an understatement. Or is an overstatement. Biden was not viable when Trump allegedly made this phone call. People forget that. Lib is not. But that's not a big surprise either, is it? Power off. Sorry about that. There's all sorts of crazy things going on. There's a report of a person dying after he fell from the wall, you know, the part of the wall that President Trump built. Fell 30 feet. Border patrol showed up. Police showed up. Emergency personnel showed up. Person died anyway. And so they're blaming the wall. When in reality, the blame should only be on one person. Joseph Biden, President Biden. Now, why do you say that? Because Biden was against the wall. Here's why I say that. And this is something, by the way, which I had the opportunity to put on a little bit of a discussion at scout camp in the store regarding preventative measures for crime. I, my first year on staff, I had the honor to teach uh, crime prevention and fingerprinting merit badges. That was an, a blast. I love doing that. But, you know, preventive measures, uh, even criminals, criminals are not particularly smart, even the, the genius ones. They've got fatal flaws. Usually is that they think they're a lot smarter than they are in the case of really smart criminals is that they think that they're way smarter than they are. But criminals, even criminals, weigh risk and reward. The only reason people are trying to scale the wall and take that 30-foot fall on the other side is because they know that if they live and they get to the other side of the fence, that they're going to be allowed to stay in the United States. Because we're paroling people into the United States. If they get across the border, which is why the federal government hates the fact that Governor Abbott has deployed buoys in the middle of the Rio Grande to slow down the flow of people across a river. Because the wall wasn't done. By the way, I blame President Trump more than President Biden for the wall not being done. For the record. And why? Because President Trump tried to make a deal with Democrats. He even offered essentially amnesty to the Democrats in exchange for allowing him to build the wall. And of course, the Democrats didn't want the wall. And so they didn't go along. And so he piddle paddled around and he wasted a lot of time building, you know, not building the wall. Ann Coulter used to have the daily updates on Twitter where, where you know, day n number so-and-so of the Trump presidency, uh, miles of wall built, zero. And she was very right about that. And by the way, most, most consensus 
um, for the people that have done some an analysis is that President Trump's not can't win the general election. He will be the nominee unless something happens during the primary that's catastrophic to him. But um, unless Biden royally screws up even more than he has so far, which is quite possible, these bribe things are, are it's catching up. But Trump just has a natural millstone around his neck that there are people that will not vote, uh, perhaps even a majority of people that will not vote for him under any circumstance. And for President Trump, the best hope that he can have is that these people are going to be so disgusted by, disgusted by President Biden that they will choose not to vote. That's Trump's strategy to win the election is to turn off people who would vote against him so that they don't vote. Ain't that a peach. But Trump's saying a lot, right now he's saying a lot of good things. He's talking about the fact that he's going to go in with, uh, with um, uh, machetes and chainsaws and completely rework the administrative branch of the government. And frankly, it's way overdue. You know, 1940 rolled around. Um, the New Deal through the 30s, these, the, uh, these agencies and administrations had created a life of their own that there was nobody actually controlling them. And so the APA was, uh, was written, passed by Congress, and signed by the president to try to rope in, to a certain extent, the bureaucracy, it didn't work. And of course, the bureaucracy is way out of control now because no president can control it. President Trump was nominally the head of the executive branch, and yet he had absolutely zero control. His, his um, political uh, appointees have zero control over their departments. And so when it comes down to it, it, you know, it really needs to be busted. You know, certain certain ones got to go. Department of Energy, got to go. Department of Commerce, got to go. Department of Education, got to go. Department of Interior, probably got to go. Department of Agriculture, every single one of these things. Department of Justice. The problem is you do need a federal police force because you've got federal laws. But if the federal, if the feds, if you, and so what Congress needs to do really is that they need to essentially eliminate law that overlaps with state laws. Murder is murder. You know, the only time the feds should be involved is when there's something to do with an interstate affair you know kidnapping in a city why is that a federal crime and of course don't even get me started on hate crimes which are I mean what are they even And how can you judge that?
But we've gone through that before. Not going to rehash it. You know, President Nixon resigned the presidency in 1974. And the reason that he did that was because he got a visit from, I believe it was Howard Baker in the Senate, and I'm not, I don't remember exactly who the uh, minority leader was in the House. Uh, the Republican leader in the House came to the White House and said, Mr. President, it's over. There's no way that you're going to win this. And if you don't resign, you're going to be impeached. And you're probably going to be convicted. You know, they meant, they make the point that Donald Trump is the first president to have senators from his own party vote to convict, but that's only because President Nixon resigned rather than face impeachment. By the way, President Nixon was impeached for things that President Biden is doing with impunity today. You know what the difference is? The press hated Nixon. They hated him. Why? Alger Hiss. Go look it up. They never forgave him for that. Well, guess what? The press doesn't hate Biden. They've bending over, been bending over backwards. The House needs to start impeachment proceedings on a number of people. By the way, you've got law professors, you should consider this if you're going to law school, who are out there saying that President Biden should just disregard Supreme Court precedent. You know, for 50 years, nearly 50 years, Roe versus Wade was the law of the land. For 50 years, Democrats who controlled the House of Representatives for most of that time could have done something about it, but they chose not to. Not once did Republicans say that states should just disregard Roe versus Wade. Republicans point from the time Roe versus Wade codified this mythical right to an abortion. What they want to do, they wanted to overturn it. And Democrats, you know, they say, well, you can't overturn this or that or the other. Well, guess what? Based on their logic, Brown versus Board of Education should never have happened. Obersfeld, which was the Supreme Court decision that for, that essentially banned, or yeah, elim, not banned, but eliminated all state laws re, banning gay marriage. Obersfeld overturned Supreme Court president just two years earlier, and guess what? It was the exact same Supreme Court. Many of the rulings that the left cherish are rulings that overturn Supreme Court precedent. And there's nothing wrong with that because, I mean, first of all, the Supreme Court, their ability to even rule on these things is very limited, but much more limited than what it's become. But because 
it has become what it is. They've set precedent in and of themselves. You have to deal with it. And so what do you do? You, you deal with it by tearing down bad precedent. Even Ruth Bader Ginsburg thought Roe versus Wade was bad case law. Brown versus Board was terrible case law. Not that it wasn't overdue. Don't get me wrong. Segregation is ridiculous, even though it seems like we're becoming more and more segrega segregated every day. But based on Plessy versus Ferguson, which is the separate but equal ruling that Brown overturned, the case should have never been brought to the Supreme Court. If you believe that Supreme Court precedent rules. Too many laws, too many books. The federal government is too big. Leviathan is uncontrollable. The only reason that Democrats can control it is because, well, a lot of that workforce is union, and, and the unions know that Democrats are sympathetic to their cause. Republicans generally are not. Even FDR thought that having public sector unions was bad policy. If I was president, that would be the first thing I would do is an executive order to rescind the executive order that allowed for the creation of those unions. Have I ranted enough today? The walls are closing in on the Bidens. Democrats are probably looking at, at Newsom. I can tell you who they're not looking at as an alternative to Biden, and that's Kamala Harris. The only reason she's in the job that she is is because she had knee pads for Willie Brown, the mayor of San Francisco. Tulsi Gabbard destroyed her presidential ambitions, and all, of course she's destroyed them herself, but in the, in the Democratic primary debates, remember, Kamala Harris didn't even make it to the first primary election. She was out. She was such a bad candidate. I thought Hillary Clinton was bad, but Kamala Harris makes Hillary Clinton look like a genius. It's the Snake River Lib. My life matters. Does yours? Have a great day.